Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Monday till Magic Round. How exciting. A little bit of a slower content week, obviously, compared to last week. So there'll just be the one video today, this one, and then we'll get out, obviously, the trades video tomorrow. Very excited to reveal those. Although, if you've been watching, you uh, should know who I'm trading in and out already, unless anything changes across the week. So, you know, questions today, we've got four of them. So head-to-head, options and strategies, going to be in there as well. How many players targeting for round 13? We've got some questions around Heinz and then ranking the priority of cells, which is going to be really fun to kick this off and then we get into some teams as well. We've got nine of them today. So it should be a little bit longer video and I hope that you get all of your strategy answers out of this one here. So let's talk about the first one. How many players should we target to play in round 13? So I've been speaking about this one for a few weeks now and what we want to look at is something to do with mixing and, and spreading your players out between 13 and 14 to kick that first two off. I think you're going to do it in blocks of two. Then you have 16 and 17, and then you have 19 and 20 that you need to worry about. So if you can spread it out where you can have close to 17 good players in round 14, that would be great. You know, maybe that's 15 good players you're happy with, and then two sort of cheapies that you know can get you a 25 to 35, something like that, on like a consistent basis. And then round 13 is probably going to be pretty similar. It might be 10 good players that you're really happy with that are going to cover, and then it might be two to three kind of cheaper guys that can do a job. You know, at the moment we're sitting with guys like Ben Minock Masilla and obviously Couchman and stuff like that. And you know, potentially they play, potentially they don't. There are other cheapies as well that people are holding, you know, whether that's Crossland that could get you like a 30 odd maybe uh, and, and the like there. So that's kind of where you're at. They are 10 good ones and then two to three. I think having 12, 12 players I think is going to be fine. 12 players, 11 players, 13, somewhere there. Should be able to get you somewhere between that 15, 16, 17, 18 in round 14. And I think that's the best play. Especially if you're loading up, been loading up on trades, then I wouldn't be pushing for 13 in round 13 because you probably sacrifice a little bit of cash generation, a few points in round 14, a few points later on, and obviously your trades as well to get to that point. So sometimes it's just really not 
worth going all in for that round. Unless you've been holding a lot of trades. If you have been, then you can really push all the way through the buy period. And that's a, and that's a, can be a great option for you and, and a good way to sort of catch up. But if you've been pushing hard, you've been getting some good points, you're ranking pretty solidly, then that would be the way to sort of hold rank or slightly improve over that time. As long as you have done a little bit of research. And I just popped out that simplistic buy planner myself as to the guys I'd be targeting for those sort of blocks of 13, 14, then, you know, guys that are going to play sort of majority of the games, but they may be missing one or two only through that sort of eight rounds there. Uh, and that's going to be very helpful for you, to, for you guys. And then there's obviously other guys that are popping out, you know, deeper by planning spreadsheets. If you want to go in further detail than what I threw out there in that video. So that's the general thoughts on that question mark here. Let's go to Ham's team here. So Hamish's squad, he's got Beware the Ham Curse. So little story, he started with Cotter, went to Tohu after he started pretty poor Cotter, and then Tohu got injured and he held him. Um, yeah, only get three scores under 50 for him before he got injured again, which is not good. Also picked up Braley the week he did his knee, and then this week brought in Cheese as well um, yeah, before he got crushed, crushed by Bunty. Uh, so that's that there. So it's a tough one here. I was also here with some bad luck last week, trading out Ben Mokmasilla and having to play 16. So, yeah, not good. Let's just say that. All right. So, he had the yeah, 70 outs last week. All right. So, anyway, somehow only dropped about 3K ranks with a sub 800 score. So, he was sitting in the top 1,000, which was uh, pretty good before that. Looking to make only one trade at the moment, considering I have 21 remaining before trades. Harley Smith Shields to Buller. Okay. So, you're actually upgrading. I personally would go Thompson, to be honest just to give you a bit of cash for next week, but I completely understand. Obviously, having Grant and House is the reason why he went so poorly last week. Having them back in is going to be good. What that's going to mean is that I'm assuming you'll play Buller then. You'll be playing Alamotti as well. Couchman will come out. I'd be trading out one of those other guys rather than Smith Shields. I understand why. Like, you, you know, you're hoping that one of those guys come back. And if that's if you've got a bit of cash in the bank, that is going to be fine, man. But um, yeah, other, other than that, you're hoping for big scores from like Panasini and and these types of guys here, and just very much welcoming back Grant and Haas in this one. So I hope that things improve for you, Ham, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll jump in the DMs and have a chat with you anyway. So moral of his story, ask, for my, ask me for my trades before the first game of the round, and don't trade you and whoever I bring in. Go the Mighty Rabbits. It does happen sometimes. You have those years where everything just doesn't go right, unfortunately, and this sounds like it's you know been a, a little bit like that across the start of this season for him, but it will improve, mate. There's a long way to go and you'll be okay. Let's go to the second one here. And Tubsy, Tubsy Maloney. Quite a few that need to be traded out in this team. Just need to work out how and when. So trade options, you've got Murray, Burton, Warbrick. Potentially a three trade option of Murray to Hopgood, Burton to Hines, Warbrick to Buller. Leaves 53K. Wow, that's amazing. I think there's too many halves and wing fullbacks if I went this way. So if that was the play, Obviously, having Hammer, Teddy, Walsh at the moment removes Warbrick. You've got Khan Pereira still as well. Yeah, okay. I completely understand that. You've got Katoa and Nikarima. If he did go that way, obviously, Burton comes in. Yes, you have the extra halves. Tanner Boyd, I just, just pretend he's a hooker. But I think one of those guys you're going to trade out next week anyway, Katoa and Nikarima. Your mids position is looking solid now that you bring in Hopgood means you're completely fine in that position. You've got the cover with Preston for that edge position. Lemuelu you've got as that extra center. So yeah, I can understand why you feel like you may have you're slightly too many. Don't have Miller on there, which is here or there. Uh, but yeah, I think that those trades are really, really good. There's, there's an option. So that's if you want to do that, that's fine. Uh, Murray to Horsburgh, Warwick to Buller, Hammer to Heinz. Yeah, like that's amazing as well. So 
if only we all had that those good options. And that's why having 200k in the bank works sometimes. You can make these big, big moves. I think I left 300k in the bank one of those weeks, and that allowed me to do three, uh, two hectic trades, and, and that was great. So that's uh, it works out really well. It's hard to get the cutting edge insights in England, so this is my main channel of info. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you watching this one. Good man. Um, and yeah, sitting okay. Obviously, 17,000. The team's looking pretty solid after those trades, and I think you make a, a good push from this week. And the three trades gets you down to 18, and I think that's completely fine. So good stuff. Yeah, obviously, getting the balance right after this would be great. Lock that in, Tubsy. All right, let's move to our next question before we get to that fun meme. Number two, is Heinz worth bringing into your team, even if it means you'll find it really tough to field a full 13 by round 13? I thought this was really good to have after that first question because it kind of shows that you know, maybe around that 11 or 12 could be good for your team if that means that you get good output of points over this next bunch of weeks. And just think, guys, if Heinz does play Origin, he actually plays five of the next six games. So he'd play the next three, he would miss 13, he would play 14 and 15, which I think is just gold. And, and yes... There's the thought of him playing Origin, but even if he does, man, five of the next six for someone who's going to be scoring the best in the game. There's also talk at the moment that, you know, the Cleary probably is still a chance of not kicking this week. So, like goals, I mean, and that's just so tough. And if you if you have traded at Haas or you don't have Grant like myself, then I feel like you either need to have one of those guys, like Hines would be the play, obviously, that he can score the best. Obviously, Cleary could come out and do really well, but... It's just been, apart from a couple of weeks there, it's just been an on and off kind of season for, for Cleary and, and Hines has been the, the gun all over the uh, all over the year. So that's that. For example, here he's got, you might not be able to fit a Reese Robson in your team, but then if you bring Hines now, this is assuming Hines does get selected for Origin, of course. Yeah, for sure. And the, the thing I'm probably playing, guys, depending how the next three weeks go, I might, I'll definitely be moving on from one of my halves and it's likely going to be Cleary depending how uh, Hines goes and, and if he's injured or yeah, if there's injuries to any of my other guys, SJ, I've got Brown as well. I'll be moving on from Katoa maybe next week as a bit of a you know, cycling, a cash cow there. So I think it's completely fine. If it, if it stuffs you up and, and it's going to leave you like with 10 or 11 compared to like getting a full 13, then yeah, it might be something that you have a look at. But I think you can sell one of those origin guys that you may have in round 13 for a Robson or in round 12 or whatever you need to do to get to that point. Just be aware, guys, that you probably, by the end of the origin period, you probably, like, end around 20 or by around 20, you probably want to have about four trades left. And then you get the eight extra. So you'll have 12 left for the last sort of eight rounds, seven rounds. So I think that's plenty. You know, most people get to the last sort of five, six rounds and they have about four trades at best. Sometimes, you know, people get to the last three rounds and they have none. Like, they've completely cashed out of trades. So, look, if you're sitting there with 20 now, you make three this week, you're down to 17. If you use what, 14 over the next, well, how many rounds is that? 10 rounds? Yeah, 10 rounds or so. Like, you're in a solid position. If you end up having two at the end of round 20, then, you know, that's an extra couple of trades you can use now and, and you still have 10 for the last eight rounds and that's probably fine. Like, if you did run out of trades by the end of round 20, when you get the eight, you're probably still going to be fine. So, if you've scored really well and you've done great over that time and then you get to that point and you are fairly close to, you know, getting to your final 17 or 18 anyway then you know, making one trade a week or you know some weeks making two, some weeks making zero, I think that's completely fine. So that's that. Let's go to the rankings next after we get through this team. We got making sensible trades to set up my team for origin and me looking back at Nico Hines, the great man. So I completely agree. That's where I'm at at the moment. And I just think, you know, you can get to, you can get to your round 13 team in round 12 and 11, uh, 12 and 13 easily. One comment combination you drew up, Murray, Catchman, Crossland, JDB or Horsburgh. Probably Hawes, just giving these a little bit cheaper. 
Drinky and Lukey. Whew, getting double, double cowboy in there. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, sitting there with obviously Miller this week, you would need a wing fullback. Cool. That works. So Drinky comes in for that. Yep, makes complete sense. You need a wing fullback. Lock him in. Uh, you're getting a solid guy up top. Obviously, Murray Dan, you've got plenty of gun uh, mids in that position. Something I'd be looking at, mate, is just getting your interchange and emergency sorted. Obviously, Lioro and Grant will come into either interchange or the starting position, which is good. And then having Preston in there and Boyd, yeah, it's actually not too bad, to be honest. But you're playing Alamotti. That's something I'd look to improve, which isn't going to happen this week. So that's something I'd look at for sure. Obviously, you know, having no Lemuelu is a little bit of a tough one. I know what you do there. Yeah, obviously, you're getting rid of Couchman and Cross and fixing that up is going to be good. So I think this week it works out well. A disaster last week sticking with Alamotti was the wrong choice anyway. Yep, going to move on from that. That will happen soon. It looks like not now. Thinking this week I need to get three players for the buy period. I'm going to have to move Murray on for that. That's fine. Immediately a week fullback. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, breaking the bank for Nico now totally screws up my roadmap for the buy period. I can't do it. Must look away. Yeah, a few boys were talking about hiding behind the couch during Sharks games or just avoiding looking at the scores or whatever. But yeah, it's one of those things at the moment. Uh, then we need a hooker, Robson. I don't think you need a hooker, man. You've got plenty. You've got Smith and Hook Boyd. Yes, if you don't have around 13 hooker, that's annoying. But really, you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to trade Boyd. I, I think you really need to keep Boyd, if I'm being honest. Uh, Penicillin, your hammer, or Lem. From Preston and a third wing fullback, maybe Hammer or Cheapy. Yeah, maybe next week, man. Like, yeah, I can you can do it now if you want, but then you can't get what Lukey. I know you probably you have to go down to Horsebrand up to like a five hundred something K guy. Maybe that's a Lem, but uh, yeah, that's the general thoughts on that squad. Let's move to number four, and this one here coming seven thousand overall. Hey Jamie, first time uploading my team to you. Thank you for doing that. One hundred and five in the bank, nineteen trades remaining. Overall, pretty happy with my team. Hope you are too. Well, let's have a look. We've got Haas, Madison, DeBellin. That's a lovely midsection there. We've got Grant up top, which is beautiful. Cleary, Johnson, awesome. Preston, Hosking doing their job. Bench, I'll look at straight away. And it looks okay at best. So Smith, Ford, Miller. That's good. Obviously, Manu, Tedesco, Buller down there. Lemuelu, Bird. So overall, team structure is good, man. And yeah, it's just making those slight adjustments here on the here. Potential trades this week. Alamotti to Luki. That would be a good upgrade. Hold, upgrade. Hold the other two trades that I've traded pretty heavily so far. Yeah. So down to 18, that would be. Pretonly a head-to-head player. So with that in mind, second option is Johnson plus Alamotti, Hines, and Oluapu. Ooh. That's cheeky. Yeah, I think so. That works. Yeah, head-to-head. It's very different, guys. We'll, we'll speak about that in a second. Katoa to Totola next round is something I'm definitely looking at as well. I know Oloapu's on the bench. Just limited with money to make the Heinz trade. What is your thoughts? I think Oloapu will definitely get into the squad in the starting side at some point. So I think that's fine. Um, yeah, Heinz for you as a head-to-head guy is a must, I think. And Johnson has made a lot of money. I doubt he hits somewhere around that 60 average. I think he's more a 55 to 53 guy. And Heinz is a 70-plus guy. So yeah, lock that in. Keep Miller then, because he's, you know, potential for him to be a wing fullback gun. And, you know, Hosking, again, could be one of those 55-point guys, but he's had a couple of low ones. Preston, probably worth holding as well. And Alamotti's a time to move on. Uh, 40, up to you. I probably have the next bunch of weeks. You can look to trade him out as well uh, and move on to some greener pastures, whereas the guys like Lemuelu and Bird, you know, potentially are keepers in that position. Cleary and Hines, you'd have keepers now. Madison, JDB, and Haas probably are as well, along with Grant, Manu, Tedesco. So he's sitting pretty good overall, man. Just now, just slowly 
churning over those cash cows and getting to those guns is gonna be the best way to go about it. Beautiful. All right, let's get back to the questions. Rank the priority of sales between Alamotti, Crossland, Preston, Couchman, Sloan, Hammer, and Khan Pereira. So I personally think guys like, I actually think Cross, Crossland's fairly close to number one, but I would say Couchman is number one on that list. He had one good game and the three since then, he's been given opportunities and yes, he scored a try on the weekend, but it could have been really, really bad. So I, I doubt he gets into the spot, back into the spot soon. If you're looking at potential round 13 holds, then he could be a guy that does play in round 13 if there are injuries to that squad, but he also may not. So I think a mixture between Khan Pereira, Couchman, Alamotti, and Crossland are the clear ones to, to go for as a trade-out first. Crossland does play round 13, so I'd probably say Alamotti could be the sell before him. But hopefully, if you are holding Alamotti, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Money that brought Bulldogs tend to play a little bit better over the next month. And then he would be, you know, he'll be helpful. But he's the one that's losing a little bit of cash at the moment. So I can understand why you'd moved him on first. So those four are the guys that we're looking to trade out first. And then mixing between, I, I feel like Sloan is, is probably a hold this week. I think he can score pretty well. He's around 13 number as well. That of Hammer, I think Hammer is probably almost a almost a sell before Sloan, just because he hasn't been playing too well. They have the Sharks this week. I can see him losing more cash, whereas I see Sloan being able to score a 40 plus this week. Hammer might be like a 30 odd for him at best. So I think Hammer just over Sloan this week, given he has the buy next week as well, whereas Sloan, you get him through the next period and you know, potentially has a little bit of money to make if he gets back to some good scores this week and next. And really, he's only had three low scores, which is annoying uh, for non-owners. But uh, yeah, if you're thinking that, that's the way to play it. And then Sloan would be next after Hammer, just, which is weird to say. And then I would say Preston last. Preston's interesting one. I think if you have to use that money, and you know, I think him just over Hosking first as a trade out. People are like, oh, well, he plays two of the big major buy rounds and that's helpful. But like his Hosking plays, he misses 13 and 19. That means he plays 14, 16, 17, okay? Which is really, really helpful. Whereas Preston's gonna miss 13. He's gonna play 14 and 16, but then miss 17. So you get that extra game out of Hosking and you probably move Hosking on by 19 anyway. So that's where I see that as being the better hold. Preston, I think, can still hit a 50 average, guys. So really, he's not a, an urgent sell. And if, you, if you're sideways trading him to like a Horsburgh or something like that, I, I don't think you'd do that. If you need cash to go down, I'm going him to Lukey, it looks like. I'm not overly thrilled about it. If Lukey does really well and he doesn't get injured, then it's going to work out great. But yeah, there's a chance that he doesn't. And you know, Preston having the HIA concern last week obviously dropped his uh, points. He had a sim bin a couple of weeks ago. He got a rest a few weeks ago. So there's a lot, 
happening over his last sort of month and he can get back to that 50 point scoring easily or you know he's worth a trade out and he's you know got the high break even and you move him on so that's that there let's move to number five troll mitt brother had a terrible week last week with only scoring 760 my goodness that means you are holding the great grant the Hass, and no matter okay no matter uh, but anyway miller teddy walsh is sitting down there and that's something we need to have a look at for sure all right trade one alamotti to buller Preston to Lukey, Murray to Hines. That would be okay. You'd play Buller. It's the exact trades for me. Of course it's okay. <laughs> Someone's been following, hey. McInnes to DeBellin, Alamotti to Buller, Preston to Robson. Uh, nope, don't like number two. Trade three, Alamotti to Buller, Preston to Horsburgh, McInnes to DeBellin, don't like number three. So number one's a play, really. You got Cleary, Johnson, Tanner's your hooker cover. I wouldn't worry about Robson now. Like. You can really wait on him. He hasn't been scoring very well at all. You do want to look at your emergencies and interchange, man. Alamotti obviously coming out would be helpful. You got Host, Granville, Murdoch, Basile, and Couchman. To be honest, rather than going for Hines, I would look to trade Murray down to like a Horsburgh or something like that, which would work. Beautiful. Slot him in the mids. And then you can go Buller if you like. That works. And I would hold Preston. And I would go up from one of these cheapies. So Couchman, Murdoch Masilla, either of them work. Granville, eh, probably hold Granville now. Uh, Couchman or Murdoch Masilla to Lukey. And I think that really improves your emergencies and interchanges rather than going for Hines. This is a team where I'd probably avoid it just because you haven't got the the best cash generation and the like there. That I think that you know, you've got Tanner, who's great, that can cover Hooker and half at the moment. And you don't need that other half. So I don't think he's a must-have for you, especially. Uh, this is a situation where I would improve your emergencies rather than going for Heinze in this one. Okay, this is an interesting one. This is uh, going to tie in with our next question, but more of a more focus on head-to-head. -head. Options are Preston, Ford, Murray, Madison, Cleesey, Haas, Heinz. Ugh, don't really like that. Preston, Ford, Murray, Hopgood, Williams. Yeah, Jack, people ask about Jack Williams. I just don't see it as, a, as an option. They get Fanukum back, who's going to be a bigger minute guy. McInnes minutes won't change too much. So I think Jack Williams and his minutes kind of sit around that 30, which is not, not enough, to be honest. Murray, Preston, Sele, Hines, Cheapy, Horsburgh. I think that would be fine. If you're going Cheapy, then Oluwapu's your man. I'm just looking at your interchange emergencies there. You've got Couchman, Host, Sele, and Buller. So there's a lot of Cheapies there, which, uh, yeah. It is what it is, but you're getting another cheapie into that. Wouldn't be super good. Uh, obviously, selling one of Sele. I think Sele is probably a hold, to be honest, for now. Murray and Preston to Hines and Ram for Talamarana. It's okay, man, but to be honest, as a head-to-head -head player, it's probably worth holding Murray, really. Like, for an overall guy, he's going to miss a lot of games. For a head-to-head -head guy, he's not going to miss a heap. So, yeah, there's a lot of thought there to try and hold on to him. I completely understand that. And you're sitting there with no Joey Manu. So for you, I would say Joey Manu is the most important player to go to. And whether that is you know, Murray to Murray to Horsburgh, if you want to do that, and then you need to upgrade one of your cheaper guys to a a Manu, I think is the is the is the play in this one. You don't you have Buller in the team already, which is cool. Um, but yeah, Manu is the play in that one, and then you could move, you know, one of these centers or you could you could trade out Hammer. Like, I don't think Hammer for you is probably one of those guys where you move on. Walsh is someone that you could hold potentially for the year. I think Hammer is one of those guys that you could use to get to Joey Manu, who's going to be a keeper for the entirety of the year. So I'd be looking at stuff like that rather than 
rather than those other moves, to be honest with you, because you were looking to get keepers into your side. Murray trading him out, he is a keeper. Look, it might be a, a version in a world where you trade him out now and you bring him back at the end, but I still think, you know, Manu is going to be your play. So let's talk about head-to-head head -head options there uh, in that question in number four. So best head-to-head -head options in the strategy. So biggest thing here is just cash generation still. And then you want to be bringing in guns as soon as possible. Like that situation there where Manu, he's just such a clear guy that you need to get in your squad because he's a gun in the center or the wing fullback position. Just a must-have. So that's the play. Holding on to potential origin guys is going to be the best thing for you. You don't play head-to-head -head games in those buy rounds of 13, 16, and 19. So... Getting Hines in your squad is going to be important. Keeping Cleary, potentially keeping Murray, keeping Payne Haas for the entirety of the season, keeping Harry Grant. Like These guys are the best scorers in their position. They need to be in your side as quick as possible. And then you are looking to get some of those slightly fallen guns like the Isaiah Papali'is who have lost a little bit that can come into your squad and do great things. You probably aren't holding Hammer long-term because he's not going to be a complete gun at the end of the season. The wing fullback position is tough, but you know guys like Teddy, who are going to be one of those guys by the end of the season, they're the players that you're looking at to score, and score well in your team every week. Maybe that doesn't mean you have them now, but it means you're, you're working towards those type of players. So the half position is pretty easy. Center position at the moment, it's a mixture of Bird and Manu as the two best, and then Lemuelu is the other guy at the moment. Obviously, Campbell Graham and you know, Val Holmes, and these types of guys are going to do great as well. So that's where you need to be looking at. The edge position, Dave Fafita is a must-have for, for any head-to-head -head player. So that, that, those are the guys you look at, and that's the strategy for you. you. You're only using trades to get those guys into your squad and, and downgrade a mid-range guy that you think is not going to become a keeper or is done making money to a cheaper guy. And, you know, Buller's a good downgrade this week. Hylam Luki is a good cycle of cash. David Totola in the next couple of weeks is going to be a good cycle of cash for you. Yes, he, you know, they're good guys for the origin period as well, but you're looking to make money. And those guys, once they bottom out, like Luki is already low and has a low break even, Totola is going to go down that little bit further. Drinky, you know, potentially could make you some cash as well. Those type of players there are going to do a job for you. Oluapu might be a decent cash down. Like They're the questions that you need to ask yourself. Like, do you, Can they fit into your side? Are they going to work for me? to be able to do things right and, and do really well in uh, my head heads and get to that guns 18 by the end of the year. That's your general theory and where you should be heading in this one. All right, this doesn't look as good for writing, but uh, thank you for putting this together. Overall thought on the team, struggling to make up mine each week on who to get and what to do. Sitting at 2495 overall, which is good. Trey, sinking Bloor to Buller would leave me with 106K. I like that. Is there a way I could get Hines? If not, who else could I bring in? So you're sitting there with the two-gun halves. So you're not overloaded, like my team, but I'm still getting him. Uh, what to do with Couchman? Thought he would do well and not break my heart like the Dragons do each week. Oh, Dragons supported too. Tough times. Is Cleary a good captain or is Haas better option? I think either way is going to be fine. Cleary surely should just be getting a little bit better each and every week. Maybe not. There's still a chance he doesn't goal kick this week, which is frustrating. Is BMM or Talao a better playing option with Katoa being looped? Ugh, yuck. <laughs> um... Maybe to loud just because he's starting, but yeah, it's not great to be honest with you. I think they play who they play Dragons this week, so he could he could score a try. But yeah, not uh not super excited about him. Could Moses or Brown be a buy if I can't get Hines and or does he or does cover in other positions take priority? So your wing fullbacks, if you bring in Buller, you can play him, which is good. Again, one of those interchange emergencies, you've got Talau, Katoa, Couchman, Bloor, and Murdoch Masilla. I think you need to improve that a little bit. So maybe you go down to Buller, and then you go up to a Luki just to improve that position. 
or you try and go to like a Moses or Brown or something like that. If you do want to trade Murray, I can understand that. But yeah, that's probably the way I'd be looking at it. Probably Lukey or you go, yeah, Murray down to Horsburgh and then you can upgrade one of those real cheap duds like a Couchman to uh, another 600 and something K guy. That could work. I think that's a, a fair play. If you wanted to do that, then you know, maybe a good edge or a, yeah, you don't have Hosking, so maybe another good edge could be cool considering you have only them. Oh, you got Ford as the cover. So yeah, up to you on that one. I think that's probably the way. Hines, not a clear must-have. Moses or Brown, maybe you do bring in Brown as that guy to upgrade Catchman to Brown if you want to get another half. That completely works, and he's good for Origin cover as well. And thanks for getting all the videos out. You're doing great, uh, good work, mate. Keep it up. Thank you very much on that one. Let's go. Two more to, to play. So right, move to I'm doing something. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to have him in your team all year, which just sucks. Uh, lost about 1,300 ranks this week, holding a few of those guys. Obviously, Grant being one of them, not doing too well apart from that. That sucks. Hey, Jamie, hope you're doing well. I'm great. Thank you. Love the content and effort to create these videos. Thank you very much. Been feeling with my side and not sure... On where to go next hope you can help i can sure i sure can my trades this week thoughts out mckinnis murray thompson i imagine that's isaac yep cool uh trade ins heinz lukey buller Ugh, it's so simple so simple i am worried about i think you're in a similar situation to me you only have smith as your third mid i don't really like that and that's why i'm avoiding trading mckinnis this week i'm just going to hold on to him i think and trade preston instead so that's something you can look at if you want uh, I understand why you want to go McInnes, and I agree. I want to go McInnes as well, but uh, unfortunately, if, if Smith is out, you are cooked, and I can't run that risk personally, so that's why I'm looking to do that. Uh, he's got mini Jamie in the corner. Thank you. That's cute. Uh, doing the team list. Thank you. Uh, trading targets next few weeks. Harris, Madison, Hopgood, Drinky. Yeah, obviously, you need do need another mid, so yeah, maybe that's the play this week. You go Preston out instead of McInnes and then you could look to trade McInnes to one of those guys next week I think would be the play so we just we just don't know with Smithy what's gonna happen with him unfortunately so that's that one and then last one guys we go to number nine JBFA Superstorm absolutely killing it what a round last round 17th overall last week and 97th overall for the entirety of the year so a massive one with Lemuelu Moses in there Heinz as captain DeBellin whoo and even held on to, to Grant through that. So incredible. That means you got like 1,040 or something, which is crazy. First of all, thanks, Jamie, for churning out all the content each week. I always watch it, and it's very much appreciated and has helped massively this season. Thank you very much. And you're absolutely smashing it. So well done. Potential trades. Talao to Buller. Whew. AKP to Drinky. Murray to Horse. If I get rid of Couchman instead of Talao, I can get AFB Hopgood for Murray instead of Horse. If you want Hopgood, I think that's cool. I would avoid AFB. You could also just go to horse and then keep cash in the bank because Talao is going to be that center wing fullback cover. And if he continues to keep that center spot, then maybe some weeks if you need it, then you can get a third, uh, get like a 25 or 30 out of him, maybe if you need it. But Or you can loop him each week, whatever you want to do. I would do that and leave the cash in the bank because you never know what's going to happen next week and you might need that 100, 100 or 1,000 to, to do that. So yeah, you're looking at guys like Robson, Luki, Totola next week. Maybe you know, with that cash in the bank, you can then go for one of your other cheapy guys, like a Sonny Luke, up to a Lukey or Totola next week and in just one trade. And that could be really cool. So that's how I would look at it instead. Uh, concerns, the targets, Horse, Hop, Maddo, played Origin, Ricky Roulette with Horse, having both Buller and Talau, Lukey and Totola re-injury, for sure. Um, yeah, if you're not going to if you're not gonna grab Lukey this week, then I think you just, yeah, that's fine. You wait and, and see what happens next week. That'll work. Positions I need for round 13. One, Hooker. Yes. 
one mid unless they play couch, two edge unless they play couch, one half expecting Nicker to be gone by then, and one wing fullback thinking Drinky this week. Cool, so you'll add Drinky to the squad and Buller, which is cool. Um, you have plenty of wing fullbacks and centers, so yeah, maybe you just play Buller this week and you don't go Drinky and you go. Yeah, if, actually, that's an interesting one. If you go, <coughs> if you go for Couchman to Buller instead, you can go AKP up to sort of anyone in the 600s as well if you want. So that's something to think about if you want to do that rather than go for Drinky and you can just play Buller this week. Up to you on that one. I think that will be the way to go. So yeah, thank you very much everyone for checking into this video. Obviously a nice fun one. All the questions answered, plenty of uh, strategy and analysis. If you're not watching this one, I think this is a, probably the one, one of the most important ones to watch just because you get, I think anyway, you get all my buy, hold, sell recommendations in squads. You get the strategy, you get the, the further thinking. Um, so tell your friends to watch this one. I think it's the, yeah, the better one to watch each and every week. So good luck this week. You'll get my trades video tomorrow, the draft stars video also, and uh, enjoy Magic Round. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.